Hey everyone, welcome to Our Kind of Homesteading. We're your hosts, Sherry and Shauna. And today we are talking about chickens again. Um, there's, you know, we have a lot of chickens and there's all things always come up and it can be so varied. Today, specifically, we're talking about bumblefoot. I'm not sure if you've heard of it, but it can be a problem if it's not treated right away. But it's it's so easy to treat that we thought we would chat about it just so you can be a little bit more empowered. Ah, empowerment. Huh? <laughs> oh, and real quick, I want to shout out to Adam who emailed us um, specifically and let us know about some sound issues that I think was on our end of our last episode. But anyways, thanks, Adam. We appreciate it. And... You know, it's the only way that we're going to know if things are going awry. Yeah, because even when we like, because um, I know that sound can be different depending on w- what you're listening like from. And from, and when like, we check it back on our computer. It sounds fine. It sounded <laughs> fine because we always do a check like right when we're done recording. But, you know, apparently it wasn't on, you know, yeah. that end. So anyways, thanks again, Adam. And, you know, we appreciate we appreciate you guys helping us out to make this all work. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So we don't know. We don't really know what we're doing either. Um, yeah, so um, Bumblefoot. Have you guys heard of it? If you have, have if you have chickens and you've had them for a while, you probably have heard of Bumblefoot. Um, anytime you see your chickens limping, you probably should, you know, well, not probably, definitely should, Um, check it out because if they're limping it usually means that the infection has gone further than you want it to so if you see a chicken limping like figure it out sometimes it's something stupid like we all uh, you know the the ties from the bags oh my god yes okay those my nemesis right so you know when you like (laughs) first of all like getting those bags open like the feed bags like when you do it like so smoothly I feel like I've gotten so good at it I'm like it's like a personal goal like I would put it on my resume like I can open a feed bag in one felt swoop and if you don't know what that is you should get a feed bag and you should try to open it in one felt swoop okay can you do it okay it's very satisfying it's very satisfying when you can't it's very very frustrating oh my god that is the most and of course whenever I can't open a feed bag it's like I know I don't ever have anything around me that I can use to open said feedback. And I'm just you end looking. up grabbing like a pencil and just stabbing <laughs> the mother. Seriously. <laughs> You're just like, hand, okay, hey, uh, Daya, hand me whatever's in my car. I will open this feedback. Yeah. You have your keys. I've used so many things. Oh, my gosh. I've used my keys before. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. So, yeah, that oh, stupid, industrious. stupid little just yes, shows how are. amazing we are. <laughs> we might not be able to pull this little string perfectly, but we can open it with a fucking pencil, okay? Right. Like MacGyver of the homesteading world. Ah, uh, yeah. But only with feedbacks. Oh, that's, that's it, okay? That's, that's it. All, that's all we got. That's where our talents end. Uh, yeah. But um, so anyway, so strings. <laughs> Getting back to the string and the feedback. <laughs> the, come off the feedbacks. I am very, very good because I know that they, they cause problems. Like if you let them land on the ground, your oh, chicken yeah. yes. is going to get them wrapped around both Yes, feet. one of your chickens is getting that caught in its feed and it's going to be a bitch to get off. Well, not, like it's just crazy. And, you know, it's like think of tying your shoelaces together and then trying to walk that's like your chicken with the string wrapped around his feet. He can't like get away from predators or she or whatever. I... 
I, it's like, I swear it always happens. And it's then it's so tight because they're trying to get it off. And like, you can't even like get scissors or a knife like under to cut it. You know, it's like, I you know, have to I know. Chip away at it to make it looser and looser. No, it's crazy. Can, it can get, and, it, and it, honestly, we've had chickens where, on their circulation is clearly being cut off by the string yeah and it, and it happens so quickly right like we feed our chickens every effing day it's like you think well how do you not notice I mean I have over a hundred chickens so it's hard to be like one by one come here it's time for your checkup <laughs> you know like obviously we don't do that yeah you can't but, put eyes you can put eyes on every single one but you don't I mean it's it's almost it's nearly impossible with all the other shit that I do on a daily basis though to be like okay one by one line your, up and a lot of your chickens look alike you're like yeah I saw you yes yeah, get out of here <laughs> well and all that 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 breed we have uh-huh. unless there's like a white version and a brown version the white version, they all look alike. And the brown version, they all look alike. I mean, you can't tell any part. Well, I mean, any that's part. any breed, right? Like the Buff Warpingtons. Oh, yeah. Are, freaking I mean, all it. of them. Literally all yeah, of them. Like, yeah, we forget have, it. Like the, the two by two. And like, you know, my daughter swears she can tell them apart. Like, good for you. But like, I'm like, I don't know. That one's, you know, I just. Right. I no. And and so that's exactly. So that's why you're like, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I checked you out. You're good, right? And that then, works in her benefit, my daughter's, though, because anytime like, one of them dies, she always swears that it's not her chicken, it's her brother's. <laughs> You're, like, convenient how the one that always dies is your brother's. Weird. That's uh, effing hilarious. Yeah. But, but my kids aren't good about those, even though, I, you know, you can tell your kids until you're blue in the face a lot of things, and they're just like, gotcha, you know, and then they turn around, they're like, check, this double string, check, do not need it anymore. <laughs> Going on the ground. It on the ground. Yeah. And I don't even think they realize, like, they, you know, you unzip the thing, and then you just kind of, like, go for the feed, you know? Well, especially, you know, you're, they're in a hurry, they're not really, you know, they're not thinking. I mean, kids are dumb, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> I say that with the most loving, <laughs> loving way. I have five. It's fine. Uh, I, mean, I love kids. Yeah. You know, but they can be dumb sometimes. It's yeah, fine. That's true. It's their prerogative. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I can be dumb sometimes. So, I mean, definitely the kids, right? Um, but yeah, so um, obviously if your chicken is limping, you have to rule stuff out, right? Definitely. And, yes. And, you know, if they don't have a freaking string wrapped around their feet, then it's probably not that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then you can go from there. Um, and check the bottom of their feet. If you see any kind of like black um, spots, it might have been um, a cut. So bumblefoot is basically just an infection, right? So it's like they get a cut on their feet, which can happen rather easily. And then, you know, they're stepping in, especially in like the winter with all the mud. Oh and my just... gosh. And that's, I think, honestly, <laughs> when you need to be a little bit more vigilant, mm-hmm. especially if you have chickens that you have in a pen and they don't come out of that pen like if you have them in like a run of some sort yeah you need to be in the winter when it's muddy much more vigilant about you know just checking them daily to be sure that okay no one's limping everyone's good no one's feet are discolored <laughs> you know you get that like super bright red feet you know yeah and that yeah. can mean a lot of things it can just mean um simply the hormones like in a rooster for example so that could be you know that's it but yeah, do you know that? Weird. Mm-hmm. Super red feet. Mm-hmm. Like my, our rooster, uh-huh. it's in our, he's the only one in with all of our hens that are locked up and his feet are bright red right now, but no one else has bright red feet and there's no cut on his feet. He's not limping and it's just from his hormones. Weird. Crazy, right? Yeah. yeah. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Weird. The more you know. Uh-huh. Knowledge is power. Um. So... Like we said, so Bumblefoot is basically they got a cut and then it got infected. And it could be infected with multiple different things, like I said, staph. But, like, it can be deadly. But just like if you got 
a cut and then it got infected and it turn- goes into your bloodstream, it's not good for anybody, right? Including your chicken. <laughs> well, and your chicken's much smaller than you. So just a little bit's going to, you know, make a big impact. Yeah. So um, the best thing to do with the bumblefoot is to give them some nice foot soaks, you know, give them a little pedicure. So a little spa day. They appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> give me a spa day. <laughs> So um, honestly, the best way is depending on how crazy. So if you have like my chickens are, are, I have some that are super chill. Like I could hold them in and put their little feet in a foot soak with some Epsom salts. Epsom salts are key, by the way. It kind of pulls out all the infection. And you would need to do this like if you can, you know, two to three times a day. But like, honestly, let's be serious. Like once a day is going to be what you get at best, right? Oh, yeah. I was like two to three times that. I mean, I mean, you want to do it as I think about like if you had an infection, like you would soak your foot like multiple times a day right like well but, yes but I'm me so I have control exactly. over me well, Where, exactly. you know your chicken no like I yeah, mean you, I guess I could uh, potentially two to three times a day with some of my chickens like you said the ones that are super friendly and yeah my, my girls could so grab them and soak their feet soak real fast, their feet yeah the ones that are more crazy yeah it'd be once a day for sure so and if they are um you know kind of unruly and you don't want to just hold them or it's hard to hold them down it's you can always cover anything any animal that's freaking out covering their face usually calms them down Chickens, that works really well. Kind of put them in the dark and they're kind of like, it's nighttime. Like, we're good. <laughs> I should be still or I'm going to be eaten. <laughs> so um, covering their face works well. Another kind of cool trick is to get like a, a, a shorter like plastic box, you know, or a tote or whatever you want to call it. You know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then you get the lid and then you cut out a hole in the lid, like just enough for their head to fit through. And then you put some duct tape around that. So the hole's pretty small because it's just their chicken heads, you know, they're freaking <laughs> tiny. And then you put them in the box. You put the water and the Epsom salts in the box and just shallow because it's just for their feet. They don't need to be like submerged in it. And then um, you put their head through the little hole so they can't move. They can't go anywhere. They're just stuck in there. But then they're just soaking their feet. Yeah, for and they long- don't have a choice to not put their feet since it's all completely covering the bottom of the box and about maybe two inches up, up, you know, two inch level. Um, they have no choice but to soak their feet. <laughs> they, they just kind of sit there, and they're kind, they'll you're, they're usually pretty chill. They won't like freak out because they really can't. There's nowhere for them to go. I mean, they might freak out. I know a couple of mine would. De- I mean, actually, about seventy five of mine would freak out. <laughs> <laughs> That's how many crazy that ones odds. we have. That's not <laughs> Um I'm going. So obviously, if you do this method, like don't put your chicken in a box with its head out and like leave it. <laughs> Yes, definitely leave your chicken there. It's going to, all good things, all good things. I'm just, I know, I, that's common sense, right? But like still, I you feel like I have to the say box it. knocked over your dog chewing your chicken's head. Yeah. Oh, good. The dog's like, thank you for leaving this here for me. Treats it all the way delicious. around. I love chicken heads. You are soaking it for me. I appreciate that. Yeah, the feet are nice and soft. I mean, I would most likely, like if I was going to do this, I would bring my chicken into the house and I would have it sitting there while I kind of just did chores in the house, like inside. And I would wait to do that until I was ready to go into the house. Like, you know, plan out, you know, just kind of time management skills, people. So, yeah, yeah, I would definitely do it inside. That way you don't have to worry about anything outside or other chickens. And, you know, and like Shona said, if your chicken is really freaking out and when you have it in the box soaking its little feet, um, the, the towel or a shirt, anything that you could just lightly drape over its head to basically make it think it's all dark out works like a charm especially for chickens so yeah Uh, yeah um and if so if the if you end up soaking the chicken's feet like a couple times or 
for like let's say a few days and you don't see um after this you still want to put like your vetricin or some kind of antibacterial ointment and then um try to wrap it this is always a hard part i usually unless you're in a your chicken you can separate that chicken from the rest of your flock and you can um, keep it dry the wrapping is not going to work so you have to keep that foot dry so if they're going to be stepping in water and stuff it's not going to matter um but if you can wrap it like with like the non-stick gauze and then some vet wrap that would be ideal but i know that is not like everybody's reality so like i if you can't like just try to keep soaking it if you notice that it's not getting any better and you notice like um like a bump on the chicken's foot anywhere they, um, which the name, you know, Bumblefoot or whatever, you, that usually means that there's like that a pus-filled pocket and that usually needs to be drained, unfortunately, for you. Um, so I mean, it sounds really, it is gross. I'm not, it doesn't just sound gross. It is disgustingly gross. But it's easy to just lance a little area where, you know, you can see where the infection is. Just a little lancet. And I mean, you could just get, obviously, whatever you're going to lance with, you have to be sure that, that sterilize sterilize that knife or that that razor whatever you're using i'm um, like a like a razor blade not like a razor <laughs> i'm gonna <laughs> shave your feathers um, like a razor blade see all the things you feel like you have to say yeah. right and so you know steril sterilization very important and it, then you just I, lance it very quickly just it's just one itty bitty cut i mean chicken skin is very very thin and then you know and then you're you're good to go and then so, just drain it and then you know put a bunch of you could use hydrogen peroxide and then blue coat. We I would use colloidal silver, but that's just my preference. Yeah, absolutely. I um you and when you the chicken usually when you're like they're in pain, they won't really like move a lot. So you um unfortunately like it's sad, but like they think that they're like something's happening, so they kind of go like catatonic, which is good for you, but it's kind of sad for them. But you still have a second person helping you if you can. I feel like hold, somebody holding the chicken and then somebody doing the little, you know, operation. <laughs> yeah, that seems like a really obvious tip to me. But, you know, now that I'm thinking of it, you know, especially when I, we first started homesteading, I guess it's not that obvious, you know. Yeah, it, more, more hands make light work, as the saying goes. So definitely, you know, especially with animals, like if you're trying to treat any kind of animal, I mean, even giving a, a, any kind of shot or anything, like I, we always have two people out there. One is holding the animal while the other is giving the – the injection you know or the or the treatment whatever you're doing yeah the um the so it it's kind of like tricky because once you you can even do something small like a uh, a needle prick if it's just like the pus but sometimes that pus like hardens especially if you notice any kind of like black on the um the wound like that like black point to it it's like i can't like explain that it's like you know i don't know like is like that you'll color see like, black on yeah, the yeah you'll see like a, the bump and then in the middle of that bump is usually like a black point and that usually spot spot thank you I don't know why that <laughs> word was hard <laughs> she's spot. like a black point I was like you know point, like a where point. you would shoot an arrow like, <laughs> that kind of thing give me the word give me the word <laughs> spot people that's the word I couldn't come up with today how's how's your Monday we should, going we should I, this comes we, out on Wednesday, but it's Monday for us. Yeah, okay? we record so. on Mondays. We should have um, an ongoing thing about all the words that you you and I both can't think of, and just like write them down I the show notes every me. time. I think it is mostly you. I was I just said me to be nice, but <laughs> that, it is mostly that was you. Very thoughtful. Yeah, Thank you're you. welcome. I'm thoughtful like that. Anyways, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> but we should have an ongoing thing. I think it'd be super funny to the look word. back on. <laughs> 
spot. <laughs> That's the one for today, people. And we'll see how many more there are. <laughs> I know. Usually they're a little bit more difficult than that. Well, I don't know, actually. I think like it's always been really random with me. My brain's just like, nope, not today. My file guy in my head is just like, nope, we don't have words. <laughs> He's like, I'm on a margarita break. <laughs> F off. <laughs> um, so yeah, so there is a black spot. And then once you um, open that with, like Sherry said, like a, a razor or some shit, whatever you want to use, obviously sterilized. Um, there's usually like a hard, like kernel of, of pus mm. um, <laughs> that you need to pull out. You need to get that out. Cause that's like where the infection is kind of like an- another word, um, yeah. centered or that's where the infection has settled in. Yeah. So another pro tip for taking care of animals, treating wounds, you want to gather all your supplies first. So yeah. if you know that's that you're tip. not going to be able to grab that hard, kernel piece of pus no, you with don't. your fingers you definitely you, need tweezers you need tweezers <laughs> like I would never touch that shit like that ain't never happening so I would definitely have tweezers available um like I don't even touch ticks it's disgusting I hate them and I so I always have all my things I need before I start okay before you start don't grab your chicken I'm the person that doesn't <laughs> We, you totally are, too. You totally are. You're like, oh, my God, this chicken has. Okay, here, I'm going to do yeah. this. Oh, shit, I don't have my tweezers. Oh, I don't have this. I don't have this. Ronan, hold the hold the hold bird. The... I'm getting all the things. Yeah, that is totally you. That's that me. is you. And my life. We should record it. It'd be funny. I don't know. Anyways, have all your things. You, so you know you need tweezers. You know you need uh, your hydrogen peroxide and then your blue coat or collodial silver. Gloves. Whatever. Gloves if you're super squeamish like whatever, or you just don't want to get your hands all nasty. You know, whatever you're going to need, uh, have and, it all there laid and out. just like a, a doctor would wash their hands, you should make sure your hands are clean. You don't want to add to any infections, right? Yeah, and yeah, no, for sure. And especially like <laughs> under your nails if you have and longer nails. Like, and op- well, like open wounds especially, like, you know, they're just like they were able to get the bumblefoot in the first place. You don't want to add to that if you had some something on your hands, you transfer it to your chicken. It's not helping them at all. So make sure your hands are clean and all that stuff if you're not you're, wearing. You're mumbling again. Sorry. Sorry. If you're not it's wearing fine. gloves. Um, so, yeah. So once you get that out, the kernel of hardened pus. <laughs> like say that like like with that with like a straight face I'm like Ew. um it and then you would gross. want to you know um whatchamacallit put some kind of antibacterial ointment like Sherry said you can use multiple different things there's a vetricin there's a, a spray that works really well um yeah, we usually get on our feed store, and they have one specifically designed actually for chickens. Yeah. It, it, you can literally even spray this stuff in their eyes to fix, like, eye issues in a chicken. So that's pretty amazing. Um, you could – colloidal silver is what I – is my go-to. Um, it's it's basically going to help with everything. It's, yeah, it's mine too. It just works really well. I know it doesn't, like, sting or cause any more kind of discomfort. Exactly, exactly. Um, like, I know for a fact because we use it all the time. My kids use it. Yeah. So that is my go-to, and I feel like it works the best yes, personally. Yes, definitely. So, but then, if you're not all about colloidal silver, just, you know, good old hydrogen peroxide, you know, works yeah, like yeah, a charm. For sure. And then, you know, maybe some blue coat afterwards or whatever. Yeah, so um, – and then – once you treat and, you know, if you got all this stuff out, hopefully, and then you, you know, put your antibacterial ointment and you wrap it and stuff like that, you need to, I would soak the foot again after like a day. You take off the wrapping. I would soak it. 
again in the Epsom salts for, and I would keep soaking it until the infection, you knew it was completely gone. And um, I would just soak it like once a day after that, personally. Yeah, and there, keep an eye um, with any kind of bandage you put on any animal. Keep a really close eye on it. You can't just leave a a bandage sitting on an animal for like four or five days without checking it. Like that's not going to work. It's going to be super gross and you can actually, you know, increase an infection further and have even more problems on top of the original issue. So a bandage should really be looked at and checked like, I, I personally, I do that every day. Uh, we have a chicken right now who broke her effing wing. I don't even know how she did it. She's kind of a juvenile. She's not full grown yet, but she's not, she's not also not a baby. You and know how she did it? I have no idea. I have no, I, she, the rooster that hangs with that group is kind of an asshole. No. So I'm wondering if it was him, um, maybe trying to mate her, you know, they're all like fucking crazy. So anyways, she, her wing, I noticed it just literally just hanging, just oh. Just hanging, right? It's like, okay, that's great. So I um, put her wing, brought her in, put her wing where it should be. I aligned it with the other one where the other one was. And um, then I took took a vet wrap, wrapped it all the way around that wing under under her chest, then under her other wing, and then over the injured wing, right? I did that a couple you times. You some pictures. I, I'm going to get pictures. I'll get a video too because I have to redo her bandage when we get home tonight. So, and then I used tape to hold the vet wrap. Chickens use their wings for balance. And so she had, I tried just vet wrap originally, and she totally had it off within like a couple hours. Yeah. So now with the tape, <laughs> it is staying on really, really well. And she's just kind of learning how to do her thing with one wing, obviously. I don't know if it'll heal. Like, I honestly, it might not. Uh, my husband does not think it's going to heal. He's like, I'm going to have to just probably just chop her wing off and then she'll just heal. What? Chickens. Yeah, chickens <laughs> are amazing. So we had a chicken who, I think I've already talked about it. She got her foot stuck and it was all backwards and broken to crap and it was disgusting. We tried to. Oh, when she, the one that got stuck in the tree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We tried to um, wrap it and we put we splinted it and she was like that for a couple, like a good like week. And then after about a week, the foot started to turn black. And I was like, okay. That's not a good this sign. Is, this, <laughs> this is going south. And so we, she ended up losing her whole, like from her first joint down. It's, it's completely gone. It fell off. Fucking fell off. <laughs> she, mm, she's, who found that? <laughs> she's fine. It is so effing weird how chickens can just heal. Could you imagine your arm just falling off at your elbow and then you just healing yourself? I mean, it is, never ceases to amaze I mean, me. Psychologically, you know. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And she's fine. She walks around. We call her Stubby. And I need to like make her little pirate like thing over oh, her eye. So because she legit looks like a pirate. Like, she, and she's perfectly fine. She is, she's in with the other chickens. Now, the one that I'm hoping her wing will mend this is another thing I do is separate the one that's in a bandage you cannot put something that has a bandage especially a chicken in with other chickens like bad idea 100% no the the other chickens they will peck at that bandage and then they'll start pecking at that bird and you have to just wait till they're fully healed once they see blood they just yeah it's over they're they gonna care, they're yeah. gonna not that uh, there's no blood with the with the one that has the well, wing issue but they'll the, like the bandage. peck at it until there's like blood until there's know? blood like, like they will make them like, bleed yeah. they're like cannibalistic psychos yeah cannibalistic psychos that's the name of my but (laughs) the name of our chicken farms cannibalistic psychos um yeah so definitely 
if you are getting into chickens or if you even if you have chickens, you always need a separate area for sick or injured Definitely. birds. Yep. And you got to just and it doesn't have to be big. I mean, we have no, ours in something. It shouldn't be big. No, Honestly, because they're healing and they need to like, you yeah. know, it shouldn't be ridiculously small, but it should be, uh, you know, just a, a smaller area to where they could take a couple steps so you can see how their progress is without having to like, you know. Yeah, we have a couple area. bunny hutches like outside that yeah, are perfect. just like older bunny hutches. And that's where we, we toss in the sick and injured. We used to have, there is still a, a pen attached to our chicken coop that used to be our like sick pen. But we have a rooster in there that's permanently disabled, and the other roosters pick on him, and he's old. So that's his new home. That's it. That's what happened to ours too. We um, we actually just use an old chick brooder mm-hmm. for our like sick or injured pen, and yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, and it kind of sucks because if you if it's something like um, like say like coccidia, which is highly contagious, contagious yeah, and then and you find that out after you move your I mean you have to treat everybody anyways if the the you want of in your flock you moved them over and then you found out oh that one has coccidia and is not doing well but even if um you know afterwards like you can't just put if somebody injures themselves you can't throw them into that pen that ha- that bird was in with coccidia so well, you'd have but to the coccidia distance. is super, super easy to treat. Like it's just the core in the water. And it is. It kind of just takes care put, of itself. Like because an in, usually injured birds, injured anything, mm-hmm. their immune systems will be lower. Yeah, definitely. And so you, so you would want to like disinfect it somehow. But do not use bleach in your chicken pens. It's not good for anybody. I would use like a vinegar and alcohol spray. The one Sherry and I have talked about it before. Like the it, It's so easy to make. It's almost like dumb not to use it. It's less expensive than bleach, by the way. You can make it in large quantities and it's healthy for everyone. There's no side effects. It's literally just vinegar and alcohol. And, you know, it, it's a disinfectant. Like it disinfects just as good as bleach will well, without yeah. all the nasty side effects. Well, like the, the bleach, since you're your chickens are so like low to the ground and they're breathing that all that stuff in it's just really unhealthy for them so i highly would highly highly recommend using something else to disinfect any of your you know if anybody was sick like chicken areas yeah definitely like my girls when they clean out their bunny areas in their room they use a an alcohol and vinegar spray and it doesn't hurt their bunnies but it's gonna disinfect and clean you know because sometimes their bunnies you know pee poop all over the place so you know it works we also <laughs> just move our because um, our chicken brooder just has the chicken wire on the bottom so if somebody was actually sick we move the brooder and then we cover that spot with like straw or whatever so it kills off all the grass underneath it I don't know if that does anything but in my head it makes me feel better no that's that's probably something for sure I would also think though that like just good old sunlight would definitely yeah you know like, help coccidia with- is like in your ground if you have it like you have it you know, it's usually something that you'll, it like, Sherry rarely sees it, and I see it all the time, like, ever since we've had Yeah, chickens. I guess that's true. So it's, it a, it's is, something just in the earth. Yeah, and, you know. so it's something that you just are, if you're going to get it, you're going to get it, and you have to watch for it and have the, the cord on hand because it's just something you're going to be dealing with all the flipping time. <laughs> I, Yay, I, you. Yeah, and um, I feel like there's, like, there's a season for it, too, for whatever reason. I don't know if that's accurate, but I feel like it's always, like, we always, in the, like, um, late summer fallish time we always mm-hmm. see it more yeah yeah for sure i don't know why i don't know that's interesting i wonder if there's a correlation i don't know we'll we should have look it to up. do some research <laughs> damn it <laughs> um <laughs> but um anyways so so yeah so 
um, that is all about Bumblefoot. Hopefully we've helped you guys out. Um, if you've ever experienced that, then you know what to do for next time. Or if you are just getting into chickens, it's nice to know what to look for. Um, again, it it's limping. It's also could just be like um, um, bumps like on their feet. What's another? How did you? How would you describe that? You know what I'm saying? Like, like on their feet. I know you're using you're using body language and noises, and I still can't figure it out. You know, <laughs> like you know what I'm talking about, like the bumblefoot when it's like big, me. big, um, mm. like, um, like, stop. See, now you're affecting me. Now. <laughs> you know, I blame you bumps, for my. They're bumps. Yeah, like it's large, <laughs> <laughs> large pus-filled bumps. Okay, <laughs> yay. But they could even be on the top of their feet. They don't necessarily have to be on the bottom. Yeah. They could be on like the, the top or in between the toes. You know, oh, like, um, like think like your dog. I don't know if wherever you guys are at have foxtails. Holy Jesus. Like, <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. I, I hate, hate those fuckers. They are the worst. Um, so we have foxtails and our dogs will get them in between their pads of their feet. And again, they'll cause like, um, what is the word, Jerry? What is the word? Like inflammation, you're no, talking about. No. What's the word when a dog and then like you know Gus always gets them and the foxtail goes in and it's a what abscess? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> okay, spot an abscess. I, okay, those are the two. They'll be in the show notes. <laughs> I love how mad you get and like how <laughs> how mad you get after you finally find the word. You're ah, like it's it's like relieving, but you're so irritated with your brain. <laughs> you're like, how many times have I said abscess in my life and I can't think of it right now? <laughs> Why? Well, in, in all fairness, Abscess. I couldn't think of it either. So. Abscess. Mm, so you're having an effect on me. It's um, not a good one. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, so the the dogs would like my, they'll always like abscess if you don't find them in time. So we have like our golden retriever who has like the longer hair and they just like go right in there and you think you got all the foxtails out, but like one's in there and we'd have to, again, like you have to open it a little bit and then pull it out. Um He's really good, and he'll, like, let us do it. Um, so it's, like, fine. We usually give him a little sedative to, like, make him calm beforehand. But it's just in lieu of just taking him to a vet every time. Which They are such – I remember – I mean, I took I took Cookie in. She had, like, a couple of her effing nose oh, as yeah. a puppy. That's very But then, common. see, I, I don't know. I was, like, kind of tricked. I was kind of duped. I, feel, I still feel duped, you know? You're kind of just, like – because you know how many times my dogs have got foxtails up their nose and I'm like, well, you're going to sneeze it out. You're going to swallow it. <laughs> Choose. <laughs> well, because dogs could actually die from it. I, I know. I've heard this. I've never known of anyone dying from a foxtail up their nose, though. I know. Like a dog. But, like, I know. But I've, I've actually, like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I do not go to the vet anymore, foxtails. I'm I, like, you sneeze that effer out or you're going <laughs> to swallow it, okay? Like, I, I don't We go, are not going to the vet. I don't go unless I see something <laughs> like there is an actual infection, you know. Because I feel like we can treat a lot of stuff too. It's like, like I said, if they have it in their foot, I'm not going to take you to the vet for no, a foxtail in your foot. Exactly. I'm going to get it out myself. Exactly. And it's those are really easily easily to get out. Like again, it's just like a pinprick, and you can find the foxtail and pull it out. I've had foxtails in my cat's eye. Like I'm going to get those out. <laughs> Sean's like, hold still, kitty. Like, Open your eye. Really like talking about trying to like hold. You definitely need two people for that. Okay? And several towels. <laughs> like, Wrap it up first. <laughs> and some gloves because ouchie. Yeah, leather gloves. Yeah. Little leather gloves. <laughs> like you're trying to catch a freaking falcon. <laughs> like Your cat's like, you are not getting that foxtail like, out you, of my you eye. You almost, because like, have you ever had a cat with a foxtail on its eye? No, 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 okay. thanks. I'm I don't good. know why. So we have a cat named Shit Kitty. Um, 
because she shits everywhere yeah um so she always for whatever reason i don't know if she's just as like running through the field in the summer (laughs) with her eyes just like completely (laughs) open but she always gets them and you'll know when your cat has a foxtail in their eye because like you know they're they can't like open that flipping eye because like i mean can you imagine having a foxtail in your no, eye? No, no. So That's uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. And so, but they'll be like almost behind her eye. So it's not like you can just like see it. Like you have to like open her eye and like roll her eye around until you find little pieces of the foxtail sticking out and then like grab it really fast. Okay. I've done it a couple times. It's pretty insane. You know, we usually I, I have, have some injuries after, out afterwards. Of my dog's eyes, um, the puppies and the, and you know, Bozo and Big Girl, but they were not, I didn't have to like roll their eye. They were just like right there, no. like under their See, like bottom eyelid. Lucky. I could just like that's grab lucky. it out yeah, kind of I thing. I had that too. That's You easy. know what I was just thinking of? I was what? like, I haven't dealt with anything with foxtails in a bit here. Do you know why? Why? The stinging nettle has totally taken over. Yeah, go stinging nettle. Go stinging nettle. Like, Thank you. I mean, that hurts in a different way. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. It's, it's medicinal better. though, and I love it. It's and way better I can than harvest foxtails. all of it, and yeah. it doesn't actually go in anyone's eye or nose. <laughs> I mean, if it does, it's unfortunate. That's going to be a big owie. Can you imagine up your nose? No, no, no. no. <laughs> it just grazes your skin. You're like, oh, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. <laughs> like, ouchie, ouchie, where's my salve? Where's my salve? Um, yeah. So anyways, um, I think that's, are we good? Like, yeah, we're at like we're overtime. <laughs> are we good? She's like, can we, can we, can we go drink now? <laughs> well, no, we can drink right here. F it. I'm drinking tea. Does that I know. Count? I'm drinking tea. I I make I joke about it, but no. I know. It's not I know. Me. I, I kind of want it to be me. Do or you? maybe I, maybe I don't. I don't know. I I think <laughs> like it's like my alter ego. I I feel like if I had an alter ego, that's what I'm saying. You know, I'm kind of like, like you know, yeah. Let's go. Let's go drink. But yeah. uh, no, no. Yeah. I just you know, like we go to dinner. I'm like I'm like telling my husband. I'm like, if I get a margarita, will you drink half? Because like I just I cannot drink it all. And if I do drink it all, like he is going. To have to carry me to the car because <laughs> I'm not going to be able to walk to it. You know, like, it's yeah, bad. Same, it's bad. Same. Yeah. Well, yeah, you and I share margaritas all the time. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. that's what we have to do, people. When we say all the time, we mean like once every other month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah. Well. Most people like are like, yeah, like a glass of wine a night. No. Like, no. We have tea. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're just tea people, unfortunately. <laughs> I wonder, we'd be like way more fun though. Like, you know, I don't know. I think, pretty, I think we're pretty Maybe fun. Maybe we should have like a, a shot of tincture next time before the <laughs> before we podcast. We could have a whole new podcast and call it something with the word. <laughs> tincture know, in it? Tincture or something. <laughs> or... You, did you have your tincture today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. See, that'd be great. We can just laugh. Our kids will be so annoyed with us. They'd be like, oh, my God, what are you doing? (laughs) That's true. Especially my 13-year-old. Don't tell her I said it. She's listening. (laughs) Um, Anyways, we appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. We've gotten a lot of nice comments lately, and we really, really appreciate it. It's very uplifting to know that you guys like (laughs) what we are, you know. Yeah, what we're producing and putting out there. And it helps, you know, keep us going because it can, you know, I don't know. We're just like talking to each other in the room. So it just, it's, it's kind of like, does anyone like us? Hello. So, <laughs> so, Adele, can you hear me? Um, but yeah, so like always, if you can um, comment on Captivate, share with your friends. Yeah. We really appreciate it. If you have any questions or if you have any feedback for us, um, like we said at the beginning, we really appreciate Adam letting us know that our sound sucked. 
Um, but he and I, I forgot to say he also let it, he also said some super sweet things and it was oh, no. awesome and we're he, not yeah we yeah it was it. amazing like, it was a we, great email we it we really appreciate it because we don't know like what you guys like we only hear it from our computer and we'll even hear it from like our phones and stuff we'll play it back and it sounds fine so if something's wrong or if you guys are or even if it's not about that even if you guys are like hey like talk about this or whatever we love to yeah hear from you episode guys. topics if yep. you want to suggest anything like please let us know we'd be happy to. You know, happy to talk about whatever you guys want to learn about. Yeah, so uh, our kind of homesteading at Gmail. You can uh, uh, email us there. You can go on Instagram. We got another nice comment from a couple people over on Instagram that just found us recently. So shout out to you guys. So thank you all so much, and we will talk to you next time. Happy homesteading. Goodbye.